it's still morning amazingly it's still morning good morning and welcome uh, we have a really interesting topic today um, I don't know how Dave and I are gonna hash this one out let's see if we can get him on here looks like we got him coming in and <clears throat> not been keeping up we've been talking about uh, masculinity and femininity and today we're talking about feminine influence versus feminine domination <laughs> and he and he is at the gym you know what it's a new day good morning it's a new man. Good morning, Marvel. How you doing? I mean, I, if I had known that was the rule, I could have been at the gym instead of sitting here sipping coffee. But okay, then. Well, next time, Marvel, get to the gym. You know what? So, so we got a heck of a topic today, Marvel. We have a topic today. Okay, are you there? I'm here. I'm okay. here. You, you, you know, know this Facebook thing always likes to pause up on us, so. Yeah, that's because you live in the mountains of North Carolina. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm on, the, on the coast, almost to the coast. I'm not in, in the Listen, mountains. Whatever reason is, it's your fault. We blame it on you. Okay, I'll accept it because I am girl power and I have power like that. Yeah, there you go, girl power. All right. So, uh, how... Got femininity to stop the internet. Feminine, feminine influence versus feminine domination. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I, I'm going to... Can I go ahead and start off with my caveat for that one? Yes, go ahead. Okay. So, <clears throat> you know, um, more of my influence in life has had to do with interaction with people of the shades of brown and so <laughs> when you're dealing with brown people I found out that no matter from where in the world they are from there are some characteristics that seem to go with brownness and in that I will say that you know some people you can talk to and you can say Okay, you're gonna take two pieces of banana and you're gonna put some ice cream on it and some syrup mm -hmm. and some whipped cream and some sprinkles and put a cherry on top. Okay. And then there are some people you have to talk to like, okay, it's chitlins and hot sauce. <laughs> okay, go ahead. That's it. Okay. So you, today, because you, you want to talk, you want to make this distinction about the influence versus domination. But I'm not. I'm going to say that it may not be how you say it. It may be the motivation behind how you say it. All right. Well, then, if that's your caveat, then let me give you my caveat. Okay. My caveat is I believe that women make a mistake by trying to exercise. You start power. out with a mistake. Oh my goodness. Just, Listen okay. to what I'm saying. Jeez. Women make a mistake trying to exercise power the way they see men exercising power. And they 
have a power that men don't have access to. And men have power that, for whatever reason, women think they want access to. And trying to compete in any arena, whether it be relationships or uh, work or anything else, and competing in a way that you're not equipped or able to compete will always redound to your failure. It's redounded to it's redounded to the failure of women so much that what they want to do is they want to change the men. You and think about it like this. When when schools were having a problem, they said the who were having a problem and because girls weren't allowed to whatever. And so what they did was they changed the schools. Now that the little boys are having a problem, what they're trying to do as a result of that is not change the schools, but now they're trying to change the little boys, trying to change the men. They're trying to either feminize the men or... No, ain't no or, trying to feminize. They're, they're, yeah. they're hardcore yeah, with, they're with, to, uh, with taking away the tactile learning. Males are tactile learners. They're definitely trying to feminize the men, and, then the, and if they can't feminize them, they're trying to drug them. If they can't, if they if they can't get your boys to act in a way that is uh, antithetical to their nature, they will drug them, give them Ritalin and all kinds of things, because you know the key is to make these little boys behave. Well, what is the standard of behavior? Exactly. Who because, is drawing up the standard? Well, so here's the thing. Um, I was telling somebody the other day. I come from a family of high IQs. And the males in my family are notorious for like tearing stuff up because it, it appears that they're just being destructive, but actually they're searching for mechanisms. They're looking to figure out how it works, what makes it work, what makes it stay together, what makes this turn. And I, I'm almost thinking that there needs to be almost a separate system because the educational system now has really moved away from the learning styles of males, which is why black males have such a high dropout rate. It's not their inability to learn or do the work, it's their disinterest in the mechanism of the way that it's taught. Um, That's definitely part of it. That's definitely part of it. You know, the you, system... There, there, there may have, you may also have the, the imposition of the gangster culture and the, uh, the prevalence of... But, uh, glorifying stupidity. Well, yeah, ignorance. but think about it. All of that, all of that gave prominence at the same time that they took shop and some of those other things that were more tactile ways of learning out of school. That That's not coincidental. If you look at the transition from when they started doing less physical and tactile learning things in school, Males had to put that energy somewhere and they bond in the streets. It's, it's all very much happened at the same time. They were not separate happenings. Well, I would because see, this, I was a girl I, I, that was in shop. I was in the pocket protective group. So I was over there yeah. in shop because they thought well, I, I was some kind of smart person. But, well, I, I wasn't in shop. I didn't take shop. Oh, I did. As I did some cool stuff. I didn't take shop. I didn't take home ec. And 
Uh, I did that too, but know. they they got mad at me at home because I already knew how to do all of that stuff because I stayed with my grandmother all the time. Too. It was like, black woman, black woman from the country. You got mammy training early on. I get it. You know what? Slow up with the mammy. <laughs> slow up. Slow up. I mean, I mean, it's you know, great. don't don't, don't don't brag about it, Mark. Don't brag about it. Jeez. Why? From East, because you're from East Tennessee. They kept y'all on. No, they kept they kept y'all on a short lease up uh, on a short lease lease up in East Tennessee, <laughs> up in the mountains, you know up what? in Appalachia. You know what? Let's go horseback riding and see who can do that. <laughs> you can. I can. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Right. You, you, you exactly. won. You won that one. You can horseback ride. And, I can slaughter the pigs and get the bacon and, and everything. I, all That's that. right. I'm a country girl. Well, don't don't let, I can don't buy let it. the stilettos fool you. Let the stilettos fool you. I can actually yeah. throw that stiletto and hit something. Oh That's God. My so here's it. the so here's the thing. Feminine influence versus domination. Yeah. Well, so okay. I agree with you to the point that um, I think our weapon system is different. I think women accomplish things in a very, and almost to the point where I will say that the uh, the ways in which um, women use their femininity, I think most women, it's such a natural mechanism that they don't really realize what it is. But then the women who are angry and who want to use male mechanisms, mm -hmm. um, you're right. They try to emulate something that is not naturally theirs. Um, and I will always say, you can catch more bees with honey than you can with vinegar. Right, I think, I, th I think we need to discuss the, the nature of influence because it takes wisdom to be influential. And um, Proverbs always, has this juxtaposition in the text where he says things like wisdom is a woman and treats wisdom like God's wife and says that, you know, with wisdom, God created the earth and things of that nature and doesn't portray uh, wisdom uh, as God's nature, but portrays wisdom as a separate thing by which God adopts his ways of activity. I'm just talking about the book of Proverbs. Okay. Right? I'm going somewhere with this. And I really think that when we start kind of looking at it, that women women are equipped and and naturally so to exercise and operate with wisdom and influence. And this is this is why, of course, <laughs> this is why usually lesbian relationships don't really work out very well. It's a whole different, it's a whole different story. Oh my goodness! Whole different story. You just can't. You can't stay on the train track. I mean, I'm on the train track. Believe me, I'm going somewhere with that. We'll, we'll, we'll come Elder back to that Scott later. wants to know why are women angry? <laughs> oh Lord Jesus! <laughs> I mean, we, that we has to be a whole other show. That, that's the, a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ang are you are you angry, Marla? Are you angry? No. no that is some people that get on my nerves, but I'm not angry. No. You're not angry, right? Like you're, you're, that is not your that's not your natural disposition. No, not at all. No, no. 
but 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 you do know that there are men. Right. There are but there are plenty of men who believe that women are angry. Well, let's 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 maybe we need to talk about what that looks like to men. Because I think a lot of times, um, I, and I've had men actually say to me, like they're kind of shocked that you're not angry. Like they, they, like, why aren't you in the mode that we're used to having to deal with women in? Kind of thing. Right, right. Um, right. I, I, I think I think that men think that they have to play baby psychologist at the beginning of any courtship, and that is pro that's part of the reason why they probably don't excel in courtship sometimes because they're trying to figure out what's wrong with her instead of going with the flow. Instead of just kind of talking to who she is. Oh, I mean, oh and, he and, said and, that I said women are angry. Yeah, so I think. When I said that we were talking in the in the uh, context of a larger um, cultural context that, that some some women are angry. Why why are they angry? Um, because they're not getting what they want and they don't know how to get it. Oh, you mean tell me that women are vain and they want to get what they want? Is that what you're saying? Um, Is that what you're admitting? use the word vain. Vain. I don't know that women are vain because I think more often women are actually much more insecure. Now, can you be insecure and vain at the same time? Yes. Okay. Well, then. You ever met an AKA I before? Always, uh, I know a few. Huh? Have you ever met an AKA before? I know a few. Moving right along. Extremely beautiful, but yet and still has some severe insecurities. Yeah, but their beauty doesn't mean that they're vain. It's just that somebody else can find them and views it as beautiful and they took it. You think that, no, 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 all AKAs are fine. Yeah, but that and doesn't mean that they, when they look in the mirror, they see that. That means that well, somebody true. else told them that you uh -huh. fit this model. And if you don't know how to live up to the model, then uh -huh. it doesn't matter. You know, somebody uh -huh. can tell you, you as fine as Beyonce, but if you're walking around and you feel like Precious, your behavior is going to be like Precious. I agree. I agree. I just want the world to know that the Sigma Gamma Road just admitted that all AKAs are fine. Though. I did not. <laughs> you said that. Just want to throw it out there. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know nothing. All know the ones I know is fine. That 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 regular is nice. <laughs> anyway, back to our topic. <laughs> back to the topic. Back, back to the topic. You're starting another thing that is so not our thing for today. You were talking about Proverbs. So right. I'm going to say that Proverbs 14 oh. um, is actually, we always lock out that one first verse, um, you know, about the wise woman, the foolish woman. But I'm mm -hmm. going to say that that whole chapter in and of itself is... I mean, I would, I would actually do like a marriage class from Proverbs 14 because I think it 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 starts out with that, and we take that one verse out, but it's in the context of a lot of other thought processes that can be defined as how humans interact and perceive situations. Okay. Um. And so when you're talking about a woman's influence, 
and mm -hmm. a woman's domination, I think you always have to talk about what does she do with it? Because a woman can have a lot of influence and yes. she can be extremely destructive with her influence. Very much. And, and so domination or influence is not the only things that you have to look at. Because I know women that have a lot of influence, but they literally tear down everything that they come in contact with because they have this destructive chaos within their being. And they, and they, but yet they still, beyond every time they mess it up, they still retain influence. They still retain credibility to do it again. Well, so- Or the ability to do it again, I should say. So here's the thing, here's the question. Um, you know, is that influence beyond reputation? And the reason why I say that is because of what you just said, because when you, when you see something as a habitual nature of a person, then if you keep allowing that interaction into your life, you will start to feel like it's domination. Mm -hmm. But see, the, here, here comes the problem. <laughs> Elder Scott said a woman will cut your hair and lose your strength. You see it every day. It may not be the literal hair, but I have seen men lose their potential, lose their anointing, lose a lot over some chick that really could care less if she destroys it. But we're putting a lot of make or break power in the hands of some woman right now. When in reality, and probably, we shouldn't, men haven't, should not abdicate their responsibility. Don't abdicate your responsibility because you feel like, you know, some woman is influencing you or dominating you. I don't you think men have... realize it in the, in the, when it's happening. I think, I think the, <laughs> no, seriously, I think. It sneaks up on them, huh? Yeah, I think that after the fact, when they, because think about most relationships when they end, when you're in a relationship, people uh -huh. around you saw stuff and told you stuff that you like, oh, you. Oh, not like that. But then after the fact, you sit back and look at it, you be like, oh, man. Well, women have the same thing. Women do this. I mean, women have the same issue. They, you know. Yeah, the sky is on a roll this morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Women yeah. can do the R. Kelly. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to respond man. to that one. He's on a roll this morning. Yeah, he's in rare form today. <laughs> He, 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 you know, we should, not, we should have recorded last week because I think what happened, he's making up for lost time. Oh, he, he's feeling like he got extra. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, we're not, even, you know, I'm not even discussing uh, Robert Kelly. I'm not even, I'm not even. No, let's, do skip that. Let's, let's, you, we'll, let's skip over Ara. Thank you. We'll skip over Ara. Seems like you're ready to move on to the next topic. So, anyway. You know what? <laughs> So, so here's the thing though. Okay, so now, hang in here with me. So here's the thing. You as a woman, you do have influence. But men, if a woman has influence, then the man is the one that she's influencing. So he has a natural state of authority. The problem with guys is, nowadays, they feel as if they have to be allowed to exercise that authority. They have to seek for permission to exercise that authority. And anytime you have to seek for permission to exercise your natural state of authority, you don't have authority. 
you have granted powers. And uh, I think many that they, they need to recognize who they are. And it's, and it's gonna take a lot of it's gonna take a lot of what I call trial and error, mistakes, but they need to figure out who they are and then execute from that standpoint. That is, I'm not going to be this this person that is seeking for validation and seeking for reassurance that I'm making the right decision. I'm gonna learn to trust myself, go forward and deal with myself and the things of myself. Don I wanna double down shit. on that. Don Cheeto looks, he looks, Don seems to be like the example of all manliness. He looks like a daggum chick right now. I, I'm going to double down on that. And I want to say that I think that a lot of what happens has everything to do with the people you allow in your life. I agree with that. Because if you, if you allow someone into your life, because I think you mentioned, um, I don't know how many shows ago, that you talked about how men kind of go in with the, I can handle this. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times men get so invested in the quote unquote challenge of being able to handle this, which is how the, the woman who has the influence gets him so far in that he mm-hmm. doesn't realize, oh man, this is not good. <laughs> But like, I, can't, I can't handle this. <laughs> well, well, handle it or not handle it is no longer the issue because right. it has now had this um, tsunami effect on everything. And so you're, you're in a situation where her influence has not influenced you toward better. Her influence has actually been um, weighted. And that weight has been against where you're going. And so a lot of times men get in there and they're so far in by the time that they realize that this is a mess, that that their I can handle it has become, let me just survive it. Mm. And that's when I think um, the influence and the domination become something different because at that point you're dominated because the the point of human nature is if a person figures out how to use their mechanisms to get what they want out of you they can dominate you and I don't think um, and I think women to go back to the angry piece I think a lot of times women are angry at what they created in their situation They're not angry at what the other person, the man brought to the situation. They're angry because they built up this house of cards, if you will, and all of these little pieces that they thought were cute along the way. And then when they stand back and look at it, oh my goodness, this is not a Disney castle. This is a castle of cards and all it takes is one click and the whole thing falls down well you that's what you built you built but here's that. the problem with that here's the problem with that that's why the, the wise pro- woman and, and that, here, that here's thing the, here's the problem with that the problem the problem with that is this one the problem is we are talking about everything from the standpoint of 
a proactive woman and the man, even in our own conversation, has had no influence whatsoever. He's just there. That's his he own is reacting fault. to whatever. He's, he's reacting to whatever she does. That's his own he's fault. reacting. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And and um, you know, I I think I sent you the text yesterday, which I noticed that you did not respond to. I, <laughs> I noticed you just threw, you probably just threw the phone down. Like I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Tell him about the text, Marvin. So I sent David a text yesterday, and I said to him, for the record. The beta man loves the alpha woman, and it's what my daddy used to call henpeck. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And kind of what we're talking about now is kind of leaning that way. <laughs> um, because I think there's there's a difference in... Oh, you ain't coughing. You're all right. You <clears throat> there's a difference... I'm, I'm working out this morning, that's all. <laughs> There's a difference in a situation where a woman has influence and a woman is dominating her man. The other question that I asked David that he, he just kind of neglected too <laughs> was I also wanted him to talk about what it would have been like for Ahab to have Jezebel as a wife and the modern context of that because we always play like Jezebel is some random chick jezebel is a wife she has this title and this position the job title of a wife why are you holding your hand down put your hand up, I'm, I'm, not, it's up. up. I'm good i'm good I'm, 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 I'm straight up I'm straight in <laughs> she is the wife this is the chick that he comes home to every day this is uh -huh. the chick he eats his meals with right. jezebel you know we always Jezebel like off to the side like she's you know some chick just walking down the street but Jezebel is his wife right. so what is it like to be married to Jezebel <clears throat> oh wait oh. what is it like today to be married to Jezebel you can take it from the biblical story you can take it modern context where you want to go I'm, I'm waiting Okay, so what if what if Jezebel has to whatever extent become the archetype? What if she's been made to be the actual example of what women are to, supposed to be today? In the culture? Yeah. Can't that's argue one, with it. All right. So now, if that's the case, then Ahab is reacting the way brothers react to that. Only difference, the only difference is Ahab's not supposed to because he is the king. He's he the is expected. King. Right, he's expected to be the authority figure. God addresses him as the authority figure. But everybody else reacts to Jezebel. Everybody reacts. So so she is like the the straw that stirs the drink. Now, you know my my biblical theory is that the book of Genesis is really about women. And that's God's way of telling us that when you listen to women, bad things happen. That's what the book of Genesis is all about. Every time, every every story that is moved forward, the woman is a, she's a plot device. She moves the story she forward. She is truly a plot device. <laughs> she makes, she makes, she makes, she makes. Who the, wrote she that? Makes, 
She makes the action happen. I yeah. wrote, that's me. <laughs> she makes the action happen. And every time the guy listens to her in the book of Genesis, bad stuff happens. You never find a place in the book of Genesis where the woman gives good advice that works out the way the it's supposed to. The women that potentially could have given good advice seem to be silent. Don't, no, no. Well, yeah, yes, yes, but not just that. Not just that. The women that could potentially give good advice also seem to be the women that uh, these men gravitate to. Um, Abraham ends up in Beersheba. He leaves Sarah and he ends up in Beersheba where Hagar is. Uh, We're not supposed to like Hagar. I mean, you I know, know, I mean, know. Yeah, and and, but, and but, people always talk about Sarah and how he dealt with Sarah God. I'm like, are y'all reading the same book? They ain't reading the same book because the Bible that's, says that's he had exegesis to come. Versus eisegesis. All right, he. All right, so let's exegete it. The Bible says he had <laughs> he he had to come and bury her. He went back. He went that, back to to buy the right. land and all that, right? That which which means that he wasn't there when she died. Well, no, because the chapter before ends with pieces of back to his mama. That's right. He, like, gone back to his mama. I'm going on over here. I'm going to see Hagar. Ain't, ain't, gone to your mama. You're alive. Right. Gone. Gone back right. Now, this is, this, is, this is part of the problem that Paul has to face in the first century church, which is why he ends up writing this great doctrine on justification by faith. Because he says, yeah, Abraham was a terrible dude. But God justified him because of his faith. Yeah, he was terrible. He pimped his wife, but um, God justified him by faith. Mean, he didn't. He didn't want her at all. Like, he didn't want her. You can have some of that. Go ahead. Right. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he was like, "Yo, uh, I want to live. So just say you're my sister, and uh, we'll be straight. Uh, we'll be all right." And that's and that's kind of how that works out. Well, you know. <laughs> that's that's informative it's informative if you fast forward it and you get back to where we are with jezebel you know jezebel is seen as this example of uh, a dominating domineering woman but like you said she's a wife she's trying to help ahab be a better king she just wants him to worship her god and uh this causes ahab to fall into apostasy but now, Ahab is talked to by God. He sends a special prophet to Ahab, Elijah. We don't even know where Elijah comes from. We don't know where Tish is from today. We don't know what a Tishbite is. You won't even have one in the whole Bible. It's Elijah. And, you know, God deals with Ahab, but he has to deal with Ahab because Ahab has to deal with Jezebel. You know? But we give, we give, we give some more. Now, where would you find that the council of men? Is that, are we going to say that men need that council of men? I, I, I would not define Elijah as Ahaz's council of men. Uh, he is definitely the emissary of God. Okay. Uh, I'm sure that Ahab had an actual council of men, but uh, I wouldn't put Elijah in that bunch because... Ahab was irritated by Elijah himself. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Elijah caused him a lot of problems. Elijah had all the 450 prophets of Baal 
of Baal killed. Jezebel didn't like that. Ahab had to go back home, and Jezebel was like, your preacher done destroyed my whole church. He done <laughs> tore up my whole church. All we asked him to do was do a revival. He, he, he done messed up the whole church. Messed up the whole reformation. <laughs> so, so when you look at it like that, it's like, okay, so we got a different situation here. We got something new happening. How do we handle it? What do we do to make it better? Ahab never gets to the point where he's making anything better. And to whatever extent he dies a failed king. Well, you fast forward from that example and you go to uh, the book of Esther and you see Vashti. And Vashti, as you know how I teach the book of Esther, Vashti is the only character in the book of Esther with any integrity whatsoever. And they silence her from a very jump. Yeah, she's like, I ain't gonna be your trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she said, you, you ain't here playing these games, all these fag boys up in here. I'm not gonna be around. Oh, I can't say that on, on Facebook. Can you ain't here playing these games, all these alternative lifestyle living people up in here. <laughs> I can't, you know, let you, uh, you know, show me off. Like, I'm just one of your pretty things. She's a trophy. She's a trophy. All right. And when he exercises authority, you know, she has to get kicked out. And we have taught, we've taught that text as if something's if that's wrong the way with to go. Yeah, that's yeah. the way to go. Put up, put up, you better check her. Yeah, but she's the only one with any integrity. Now, let me, Period. let me, let me, let me ask you a question there at that point. I think it's very telling when men are disturbed of a woman's potential influence. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting. Oh, is that, is that, is that that's mm -hmm. the question? Solid. <laughs> it's a statement, solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Solid, right there. I don't think, I don't, I don't think men are disturbed by a woman's potential influence. I think a man, I think a man doesn't mind the counsel. I think what women have to understand is the difference between advice and instruction. That's what that's that's, that's you, one you, thing women you, don't understand. You've got to get to that. That's where you're trying to get to. The difference between advice and instruction. This is this. If, if women could get that right there, their relationships with men would be a lot better off. If you are asked a question. You are asked for your opinion. If in taking your opinion, he decides to do something different, this does not equal an, an, an occasion for you to get offended. And it does not equal an occasion for you to point the finger if it doesn't work out and say, I told you, I don't know why you didn't do what I told you to do. Because in the end, he has to make the decision. And if he makes the decision that he can't, if he, if he makes your decision, he can't execute your decision the way you would because it's your decision that you would make. I think women don't oftentimes realize that when they give advice, they give advice from the standpoint of what I would do right. with my skill set, so, so, with my talents, right. and my abilities. Right. So let me go and back then, and, and, and go back to the learning style. 
because men are much more um, able to learn through a kind of trial and error process, whereas women women can learn very differently in potential outcomes, and then women go, oh no, I don't want to do that, and they, they go another way, whereas a man, because they like the challenge of things, they really learn another way. They're like, oh, you know, if I jump off this, I'll bust my head, you think? And then they jump, and they go, oh man, I probably, probably could bust my head doing that. And that's just, that's like... Next, the, next time I won't jump. Well, sometimes they be like, maybe I should jump and roll. I mean, you know, it right. just depends on the personality, but right. men learn very differently, and so like a lot of times, I've learned to just, you know, I'll say my piece and then I'll just sit there and let's see what happens and, well, and, well, and wait well, and see how, I mean, because there's nothing, you can't forfeit another person's ability to learn. And I think that's yeah. what happens when women try to, um, try to make things go, like you said, their skill sets are different. Their ability to navigate things are different. And so a man has to kind of figure some things out because I've had people say to me, well, why didn't you do this and do that? And I said, because you've got to figure it out. You've got to figure it out the way that you learn it. Because if I tell you to do it the way I told you to do it, then you really didn't get the lesson that helps you hone that skill that you need going forward. I can't, mm -hmm. and see, for me, I don't want, I don't want a handicapped person, per se, in my life that can't navigate without me being behind them going, hey, um, that, you need to, you know, if you're doing that all the time, that's when you become the henpeck, and, and so, I, I don't want that, I want somebody that, even if they mess it up, then, well, okay, you messed it up, I well, mean, this is my thoughts on how to fix it, but then you go fi fix it, figure it out. That's, that's, you know, that's what you do when you let somebody lead. I don't know what just happened to our audio. Can you hear me? Or is that your, on your end? That's on your end. That's you, homie. So I think David has some kind of technical thing going on. I don't know if y'all can hear us or not. Yeah, we lost David. So hopefully he'll jump back in momentarily and we can get him back on here. Um, I don't know if it's something going on with him in the gym. It looked like maybe somebody called him. So hopefully he'll chime back in uh, momentarily. If not, then I think we will hit another spot. I think he's trying to get back in now. Um, let's see if we can catch up with him. Uh, maybe, 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 maybe. Maybe be able to get him on here. I think we... Can you believe that? I must have been getting ready to say something incredibly profound. Okay, well, go ahead and say something incredibly profound. I don't forgot what it is. Here the point is, the point is, <laughs> the point is, women will, women, uh, God bless them, are noble creatures. They're thoughtful. You said they something see, awful, wonderful, and then you get ready to jump no, to something else. Okay, go ahead. No, no. So the, the, they're noble creatures. They're thoughtful. They see things very well from their perspective. 
they analyze things from their skill set. So when it comes to you getting advice from them, they don't think to say, now, this is what I would do because I am articulate enough to say this or I am uh, smart enough to, to work this type of plan. And the guy is asking, sometimes he asks, what would you do? Sometimes he asks, what do you think about the situation? And he has to figure out from his standpoint, how do I handle it with my skill set, my abilities, and my brain, my intellect? And, 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 and if he's the right kind of man, he takes all this information in and makes a decision. Now, here's the thing. The best, the best statement I've ever I've heard the last year was, there is no education in the second kick of a mule. Okay? So, so once you get kicked the first time, you should know all you need to know about that donkey, right? But men sometimes will try to find the education in the second kick of a mule. So, so let me so go back and do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll turn out better this time. Yeah, so sometimes someone has to say to them, you know, in the nicest way possible, hey, fella, you tried that. How about we do this? Or have you considered? But women don't use language that is not definite because they're very confident that they're right. So they don't use language that says that perhaps there's a different way they use language that says, of course, there's a different way. And that's just a different way, but a better way. And this is, to whatever extent, insulting to whoever. Because women don't like it when they do it to each other. <laughs> yeah, but I think we navigate doing it to each other because our communication is different. No, y'all don't navigate it at all. Y'all talk about each other behind your back. You call each other all kinds of things when you're not around. And you hate working with each other. And you say things like, ooh, all my friends are male friends. I can't get along with women. <laughs> well, yeah, that can be the case, but I also think it depends on the women. And and because the, the reason why I say that, like my best friend growing up, we talk pretty frank with each other, but that's just who we are. You know, like we're both very um, straight, no chaser kind of personalities. And so I, and, and it does limit because you're right, because a lot of women, um, and that's why I was talking earlier about what women see in themselves versus the external view of them. Because a lot of women, their external view is something very different from what they see in themselves. And I think that's human. I think that's human anyway. I think everybody does that. But when you're talking about how people navigate interactions and relationships, my question would be, so if this guy is dealing with his wife and she says something that seems to be pretty solid from the mm-hmm. way she articulates it, then mm-hmm. his ability to, uh, to respond or to communicate with her becomes very much a part of how that Um, 
you know, it could have been perceived in such a way that it sounded very commanding and very, um, very different from, from her intent. And I think a lot of that depends on the woman because I will go back to the, to the, um, to the concept of what a man is expecting to get from what he actually gets in the communication in the relationship. If he's already expecting to have to be on the defensive, sometimes he already, already jumps to, no, let me defend what, what I think before he really even understands what's going on. Let me, let me agree with you on that, and then let me add something more to that by way of a story. And I've got to go. I, uh, you know, I serve the church on the trustee board, right? Mm-hmm. From time to time, we get to meet with Bishop Blake. And there were times when some of our ladies, not some of us, there were times we had uh, the uh, experience of someone talking to Bishop Blake like they were telling him to go wash the dishes. Mm-hmm. Talking to him like they were telling him to go clean up his room. Now here's a man who is the head of the whole church of God in Christ. And uh, you may be whoever you are that may have some prominence to it. But uh, you don't talk to the presiding bishop like you're telling him to go and clean up his dirty room or go wash, you know, wash, wash, clean up the kitchen. And what happens is guys get to a place to where the tone of the women they deal with mm. doesn't allow them to respond in a way that encourages or fosters communication. Do you think that's geographic? No. No, you don't no, think no, it depends no. on where you're from? No, no, this chick was from the north. No, but I'm saying that's why I would say that because uh, you know, do you think southern women have a little bit more um, finesse at times? I think feminine women do. Very feminine women. Feminine women I gave you a road out. A I gave you a road no. out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Very, very feminine women have a soft gentility to them, which allows them to navigate in power structures and be successful because they sound wise. The old mother at the church, she has respectability, even though all her children are left and everything, she has respectability because she has a way of talking to the authority with respect and without embarrassing him. So the pastor is forced to heed what she says because she doesn't say it in a combative way, even if she is being combative. There's a certain yeah. level of femininity that, that allows a woman to have, to have more power than she would ever know what to do with. But women have been conditioned or have been told that if they want true equality, they have to be able Where does that to come exercise from? power. Where does that conditioning come from? White women telling black women what to do. I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? I didn't mean that. You said that out loud, but I was hoping that you would... <laughs> I, I, I mean, 
the funny thing is, we've not, is talked about, we've not talked about the difference between race and culture yet, and how we influence. Well, I, I mean, I. So I think that also, to to add to what you said, I think that also has to do with the angriness too, um, because because in truth, um, white, black, red, yellow, green, whatever. Um, I think a lot of women know how to use their um, their influence without being angry. This, you should be angry, I think you're right. It definitely has been um, instilled in our culture and instilled in the models. Adopted, adopted by culture, not instilled in, adopted. Well, Your mama okay. tell you to do that. Well, I'm like, well I, I was gonna say, cause, cause I know some <laughs> folks. I know some folks whose mothers were very much angry black women, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm so, so we cannot, we cannot say that that angry is limited to any skin tone or lack of tone, because I know some some black women who learned how to be angry from their black mother, who was angry. At her go. own. I just heard something. I just heard something. Something pop. Okay, I gotta go. You know what? <laughs> okay, I gotta go. So tomorrow is so next week. Oh, you want to let that one ride out, huh? <laughs> We're gonna talk about generations, generations, and culture, and its effect on femininity. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you you ready to go on back to the back room and? Oh, in the back so office bad. until church is over. That hurts so bad. What did you do? Your knee? Yeah. All right, I gotta go. Yeah, you need a brace. But go ahead. Bye. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one, one from another. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs>